The Islanders blow another two-goal lead in the third period, but this time they find a way to win in OT. We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. We have got a lot to get to after the Islanders' exciting overtime win over the Penguins. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis, and it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. It certainly felt like we were watching an instant replay. The Islanders had a two-goal lead in the third period against the Pittsburgh Penguins and watched it slip away in less than one minute. And all of a sudden, it went from 4-2 to two to 4-4. Four to four. And again, the game heads to overtime. And on social media... Everybody is like, oh, we all know what's coming. And you got to figure that the Islanders players themselves were thinking, we all know what's coming. Not this again. But Adam Pellick, 57 seconds into overtime with a beautiful high snipe. Scores the game-winning goal, beating Nedeljkovic and making it a 5-4 to four Islanders win. Yes, a regulation win would have been better, but getting these two points so critical 
for the Islanders' fading playoff hopes, and for Adam Pellick, his first goal of the year, and it couldn't have come at a better time. That being said, there are still some familiar problems that this team faced uh, in this game. Blowing a two-goal lead in the third period, first among them. Having difficulty clearing the puck out of your own zone. Letting up after taking a lead into the third period, where defensively it looked more at times, especially again in the third period, that the Islanders were retreating too much, backing up a little too much, giving a little too much time and space, and giving the Penguins, who have a lot of skilled players, the ability to get into the zone with speed and momentum, and thereby to make things uh, more difficult defensively. All of those things we saw again, and yet the outcome was different. First of all, one big difference. Kudos to Patrick Waugh for using his timeout when he did. Islanders had just given up the two goals. The game was tied. He took the timeout tried to get his team to settle down, and more or less they did. So that was a positive. Lane Lambert too often did not call timeout when his team started to falter and give up multiple goals. Good move there. Some good saves in this game by Ilya Sorokin, and he made 37 saves. Again, too many shots allowed. 41 in this game. But, Another thing that we saw that was very familiar, Ilya Sorokin, just not consistently on his A game. And one problem that I think we've seen from Sorokin this year, and look, every day, you know, I've defended Ilya Sorokin more often than not, where I've said, yeah, he's facing too many shots, which he is, too many high danger chances, which he is, uh, so I don't entirely blame him. But on too many goals this year, and we saw it again against the Penguins on Tuesday night, Ilya Sorokin playing a little too far back in his net. And I think that that cost the Islanders on two of the four goals. One of them he... Should have been able to handle the rebound, couldn't, and it was poked home. But being a little too far back in the goal seems to be something that I think the goaltending coaches and maybe even Patrick Waugh, who knows a thing or two about goaltending, needs to talk to Ilya Sorokin about. Because uh, it's becoming a pattern, it's becoming a habit, and it's definitely not the kind of habit that you want to see. Now, there were some positives here that we haven't seen in a while. Simon Holmstrom getting a goal. What is that? His uh, first goal in a long time. I think he had one in the last 17 games coming into this one. Holmstrom needed to get back on track. Getting a goal for him, a big deal. Obviously, Adam Pellick 
getting a goal a big deal as well. Uh, so those things were good. And then the other thing I really did like about this game that we saw, the penalty kill. Yeah, the Islanders took dumb penalties again. Hooking call by Matthew Barzal. Uh, uh, you know, a questionable move by Patrick Waugh trying to challenge a Penguins goal for a hand pass. Uh loses the challenge, and then the Penguins get a power play. And to me, that was a huge turning point in the game because the Penguins had just made it 3-2. to two. There were three and a half minutes, a little less, left in the second period. And you had the Islanders with the worst penalty kill in the NHL going up against a Penguins power play, which... Has struggled all year, but still has. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson. A lot of talented players out there. Well, the Islanders killed the penalty. In fact, they killed all of the power plays that they get, uh, you know, allowed. And there were three of them. But they went three for three. And that was huge in this game. If the penalty kill struggled the way it had all season, they don't win this hockey game. So definitely some positive signs, but my concern is this. You're still giving up those two goal leads in the third period or just another third period lead. You gave the Penguins an extra point that they didn't deserve. But that is not sustainable. That habit of giving up goals when you have a lead, giving up leads, it's been this team's MO all season. And, you know, now they've got to get back to shutting it down like they did a couple of years ago and being more confident that they can shut it down because if they don't learn how to do that, better teams, and the Penguins are struggling pretty much just like the Islanders are, but better teams will take advantage. And it will not be good enough for this team to try to get back into the playoff hunt. So, some baby steps forward. I like the way Patrick Waugh managed the game overall. Uh, I like the fact that this team showed perseverance and overcame their own mistakes, but they've got to cut down on those mistakes or they're going to be in trouble in the long run. So hopefully they get to do that as this road trip continues Thursday in St. Louis. We have more to get to on today's show. We have our uh hero and goat of the game. We'll have an update on Casey Sezikis' status. We also have our weekly farm report. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, a defenseman who was with the team in the late 80s and early 90s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. You can use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And look, you have more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of Locked On Islanders will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job more visibility at Indeed.com slash Locked On. Just go to Indeed.com slash Locked On right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Locked On. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at FanDuel, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. And you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live, same game parlays, exclusive props, and a whole lot more. And it's not just the NBA. You could use your knowledge of the Islanders. On FanDuel, check out the odds and props available for the Islanders-Blues game coming up on Thursday. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. LockedOn has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the Free Fire TV channels app. So, in this game, well, before we get to the injury situation, uh, hero and goat of the game. And uh, Hero, I'm giving it to Adam Pellick. First goal of the year. It's the game winner in overtime. He also had an assist. He is a plus two. Had three shots on goal and a takeaway. Led all Islander defensemen with 23 minutes and 48 seconds of ice time. So to me, Hero of the game, Adam Pellick. Go to the game. Boy, oh boy, Uh, that is going to be a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go in in this particular instance. Gosh, I, 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 uh, you know, go go to the game is going to be the poor effort by this team in the third period after Riley scored what looked to be the insurance goal early on. So... To me, another third period collapse, another letdown by this team. That is the GOAT of the game. By the way, uh, a couple of statistical notes. Eight shots on goal for Brock Nelson. He had a goal and an assist and was a plus two. The only reason I gave a slight edge to Pellick on the hero of the game is because he got the game winner. So that certainly had something to do with it. And, again, the giveaways. 
Uh, Kyle Palmieri had a pair of those. That was certainly uh, disappointing. Uh, hits Alexander Romanov leading the way with five. Pierre Engvall and Matthew Barzal tied with Ryan Polak for the team lead with two blocked shots each. Casey Sezikis, injured in the second period, took a slap shot that hit him in the hand, did not return. Now, an injury update, by the way. Uh, Same lineup, Hudson Fashing, the scratch among the forwards, he apparently is no longer injured, but did come down with an illness. So Fashing, still unavailable for the Islanders. Uh, and we're waiting also on Robert Bortuzzo to return. He has started to skate and practice. Still on LTIR, not quite there yet, but getting close. And it'll be interesting to see how the Islanders handle that situation once Bortuzzo is indeed available, where, if at all, does he slot into the lineup? But losing Casey Sezikis, who was out there for 8 minutes and 31 seconds of this game. You don't want to lose Zeke. He's good in the face-off circle. He's one of your better penalty killers, and Lord knows this penalty kill cannot afford to lose I mean, they're bad enough, struggling enough right now as it is, can't afford to lose another player. But Kyle McClain was the guy they recalled when Sezikis went down earlier. If need be, you can call up McClain again and know that he is going to be a solid addition to the roster that... He may not be at this stage in his career what Casey Sezikis is as far as the intangibles and the leadership, but he plays a similar style of game, and he more than held his own over the five or six games that he played with the Islanders earlier, you know, what was it, last month. So I'm not, I obviously hope Sezikis is okay. He's a Good Islander. He had three hits in just eight and a half minutes of ice time in this game. But I I am relatively confident, or pretty darn confident, that if necessary, you can call up Kyle McClain and for a game or five games or however many games it's necessary, you can get a solid all-around fourth-line center performance out of him. And... If you have to place Sezikis on LTIR, if there is a broken bone, I hope not, but if there is a broken bone in his hand, and I'm sure they have to wait a little while for the swelling to go down and do some x-rays and what have you, but, uh, you know, you may be able to place Sezikis on LTIR. That might allow you to activate Bortuzzo off LTIR. Again, don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but... Right now, uh, you know you have somebody available who you can call up and confidently get a solid performance out of, and that is indeed a good thing. By the way, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention about this game, 
Who led the Penguins in shots on goal with seven? Sidney Crosby, of course. And we all know Sidney Crosby has a reputation as an Islander killer. He always seems to come up big against the New York Islanders. Well, in this game, seven shots on goal, no goals, no assists, no points, obviously, and a minus two for Sidney Crosby. So for once, the Islanders contain Crosby. And also wanted to mention quickly the Matthew Barzal goal because Barzy takes that hooking penalty and the Islanders do manage to kill it off. And as he comes out of the box, there he is on a breakaway. Sorokin gets an assist on that goal and the Islanders end up with a 2-1 to lead. You know, again, having the penalty kill come up big certainly helped, and the Islanders got it done, so that was great to see. And right now, a pretty goal by Barzal to make up for the mistake of the bad penalty that he took. All right, we've got more to get to on today's show. We have our weekly farm report on all things Bridgeport Islanders, and it was a good weekend for Bridgeport for a change. We'll talk about that plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and all at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And it's now also available on Amazon Fire TV in in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the Free Fire TV channels app. It's time for our weekly farm report. Every Wednesday, we talk all things Bridgeport Islanders, and the Islanders played three games since our last farm report, and I'm happy to say they did pretty well. Uh, first game, a 3-2 win over the Providence Bruins, who are a darn good team. And the Islanders get the game winner in this one with 35.2 seconds left in regulation. Cole Bardro gets the goal. Uh, a nice backdoor pass by Jeff Kubiak sets it up. And the Islanders get the win. Matt Maggio, Otto Koivula. Score the other goals for the Islanders, 26 saves by Ken Appleby, playing for the first time in 13 games. Then, 
The next game, the Islanders play the Hartford Wolfpack. That's Islanders-Rangers rivalry, AHL style. Well, in this one, the Islanders get a point, but fall to the Wolfpack 2-1. to one. Dalen Kufler with his first AHL goal, but again, the overtime loss. Matt Maggio, Kyle McClain with the assists on that goal. Jakob Skarek, 19 saves, but overall, not enough for the W, but enough to earn a point. And then on Sunday, it's the Islanders beating the Laval Rocket in overtime. This one by a score of 2-1. to one. Both goals scored by Matt Maggio. He is starting to find his game. He also, of course, had the game winner. And now a three-game point streak for Maggio, who has five goals and two assists in his last eight games. So he's up to nine goals on the season. McLean assisted on both goals. And Henrik Tikkanen, 27 saves. He has now allowed two goals or fewer in six consecutive starts. His record now 5-3-2 on the season. Ruslan Ishkakov still leading the team with 35 points. He has 13 goals. But now Cole Bardro, William Dufour, both joining him with 10 goals. Otto Koivula second on the team with 27 points. Kyle McLean third with 22. Robin Salo, 21 points to lead all defensemen. Dennis Chalowski with 20. Cole Bardro now 10 goals, 19 points as the Islanders slowly but surely doing a little bit better here in the standings. Uh, they are still, obviously, eighth in the Atlantic Division of the AHL, 10 points behind the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. They need to make up 10 points in their remaining 24 games to try to make the playoffs. It will take a pretty big run, but let's see what they can do. Meanwhile, three games coming up this week uh, before our next farm report. Tonight, Wednesday night, February 21st, Islanders at the Hartford Wolfpack. Again, Islanders-Rangers rivalry, AHL style. That is a 7 o'clock Eastern time start. Then... Saturday, another road game at Wilkes-Barre Scranton. The Penguins hosting the Islanders 6.05 Eastern time start. And then Sunday, they return to Bridgeport. And the Islanders host the Springfield Thunderbirds, a 3 o'clock Eastern time start. So if you want to see the Islanders' future stars today, you want to see Ruslan Ishkov, you want to see Matt Maggio, Go get some tickets, head on up to Bridgeport, or you could watch all of these games, home and road, on AHL TV. So, looking like a little, little better for the Bridgeport Islanders, and hopefully that is something they can sustain. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and today is the 55th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Wayne McBean. The native of Calgary, Alberta, a first-round pick, fourth overall of the L.A. Kings back in 1987. Played 27 games for the Kings that year, but during the 88-89 season was dealt to the Islanders and stuck with the Isles through the 93-94 season when he was dealt to Winnipeg. 
And that was it for his NHL career. 211 career games, 10 goals, 49 points, and 168 penalty minutes for Wayne McBean. He did play in two playoff games for the Isles in 1990. Had a goal and an assist, so two points in two playoff games for Wayne McBean. We go back and look at one of his better games for the Isles. November 19, 1991 at the old Met Center in Minnesota, where the Islanders were visiting the Minnesota North Stars. Steve Weeks, the goalie for the Islanders. John Casey, the goalie for the Minnesota North Stars. And in the third period, Wayne McBean gets a shorthanded goal. Benoit Hogue and Dave McIlwain with the assists. And that was part of four unanswered goals to help the Islanders beat the North Stars by a score of 7-4. to four. So a nice road win for the Islanders. For Mr. McBean, he had a goal. He was a plus one. He did have two penalty minutes. He had a shorty, and it was the game winner, one of his two shots on goal in the game. So Wayne McBean is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we wish him all the best on his day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will have a full preview of the Islanders game Thursday night against the St. Louis Blues, and hopefully we'll have an update on Casey Sezikis. And again, follow us on X so that uh, you'll get updates as soon as we get them. So uh, make sure you join us for that as the Islanders continue their drive for the playoffs. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.